Welcome to the Rocks and Roots podcast. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Dipped Pretzels and Smart Food Donut Flavored Popcorn. Crispy Cream Donut Flavored Popcorn. We are not being sponsored by any of these people. It's we're also um, this is also being brought to you by Verdi Sparkling Wine and OJ. All right, now that that's out of the way, I am one of your host tumbles, and to the left of me on the futon is. Frankly, this is not a futon. This is a sofa. But... Not ever sectional futon. <laughs> Welcome to the most unprofessional <laughs> podcast on the inner tubes. It's a tube. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going back to our roots and doing this one very inebriated. So I'm there. I can still see. Inebriated enough. Strap in, kids. <laughs> so where are we? We are in Berlin, New Hampshire, about 20 minutes from the Appalachia parking area that leads us up to Mount Madison, which is where we went this morning. This morning. So, in case you missed our discussion of this last episode, or maybe it was the episode before, we attempted this last year in July. The problem is there was a hurricane. Yep. Like New Hampshire never gets hurricanes. But of course the weekend that we came up, there decided to be one. And we actually made an error. Uh, you should never do this. The mountain was on our schedule and hurricane or no, we were going to start the fucking thing. And something else you should never do is eat sweet pretzels and then drink OJ. It's disgusting. It's very important advice. <laughs> So we uh, fortunately had the sense once we got, we were about 600 feet from the summit. I'm not even, we were about, I would say about a thousand feet from the um, the hut. Yes. Mm. And we... I kind of felt better when I saw how much more we had to do today. That it wasn't just three feet and then you're above tree line and that was it. Right. Um, so tumbles started to have the beginning the stages, shakes. the yes, the shake shakes, <laughs> the beginning stages of hypothermia, which are the shaky shakes. And that's it. Like turn around done. Um, you know, when that shit happens, when you're a hiking partner, we've talked about this previous episodes, but it's important to reiterate, um, especially in the whites. Yes. You can get away with this in a lot of other places in the country, in the world, but if you know the presidentials, if you know the whites, please educate yourselves. This is not a place to, to play, play around with. <laughs> so that's it. Turn around and we're like, all right, within one year, we are going to return and fucking conquer this mountain. And that is what we did today. And by Jove, we did it. Because we meet our fucking goals. So Jordan the mountain. Peterson would be so bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, rules for life. Climb every mountain. No, that's sound Ford every stream. <laughs> Follow every goddamn rainbow. That's tomorrow. Um, so we... The mountain, just some quick stats, is... The hike itself is approximately 8.4 miles. Uh, if you park in... Out and back. Yep, it's an out and back. If you park at the Appalachia parking area... Uh, and head up, we'll talk about this in a minute, but we 
went up Valley Way. Mm-hmm. And the mountain itself is 5,312 feet. It is the fifth tallest mountain in the Presidentials, even though that is a survey mistake. Uh, presidentials are named, surprise, surprise, after the fucking presidents. I didn't believe you. But I was I was told today. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are all the tallest mountains in the whites and Mount Washington is the tallest Adams is the second tallest Jefferson is the third tallest then it should be Madison Mm -hmm. but the surveyors fucked up and Madison and Monroe are switched Mm -hmm. so this should be the fourth tallest mountain in the whites it is the fifth tallest mountain in the whites we'll forgive them I won't okay then so we started our hike at exactly 3.12 a.m. We had stuff to do during the day, so we were kind of hemming and hawing since we did have a few days up here when to do Madison, because Madison was the priority hike on this trip. We were going to do Mount Forest. Mm-hmm. However, from where we're staying in Berlin, it was going to be a 40-minute drive Factoring that in with a four to five mile hike, not really knowing the elevation, how it was, hard, easy, etc. We decided let's get up and out early, do Madison, and get back in time for uh, the, the that things we that we had to do. Yes. And it worked out actually perfectly. And you were very, very smart. You actually saved the hike because I had it. I'm a little autistic, friends. Um, <laughs> I'm on the spectrum. I'm trying to get off. It's really hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> goodbye, what? listeners. Um, I had it on the schedule for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, this and is I, after I sent him the weather report saying, maybe Friday would be a better day. <laughs> and he picks, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> So it was on the schedule for tomorrow, and I'm the type of person now like, like, no, it's on the schedule for, for, it's on the schedule, man. You can't go against the schedule. I'm like, fuck the schedule. <laughs> Friday's supposed to be a nicer morning. So check the weather. Yeah. Yeah. Today 100%. was, yeah, you saved this hike because tomorrow is supposed to be kind of shitty. Yep. So be flexible, adjust your plans. We're going to talk about how not doing that can get you fucking killed. But so <laughs> stick <stay> around. <laughs> so we started from the Appalachia Trailhead at 312, and it's an immediate ascent. You will never get a break in the 3.8 miles to Madison Spring Hut. It just... It just goes right up. We did Mount Marcy two weeks ago, and we told you in that episode how it is a straight-up hike. There are no switchbacks. It is unforgiving. However, this will kick your ass a little bit more. Even though the trail is in better shape, this will Absolutely. still kick your ass more. Mm-hmm. Um, so gear, we'll talk about this when we get to our, our bitch fest at the end of this podcast. <laughs> but just have the appropriate gear for what you're planning to do. So we And be prepared for all types of weather, no matter yep. what time of year. I mean, last year I was in shorts and a t-shirt and it was a big mistake. Yep. Today I wore hiking pants and I had t-shirt, raincoat, and I had my puffy in my pack and I'm glad I brought all of it. And today is June 25th, folks. Yep. Um, and you didn't end up using the puffy, I don't uh-huh. think. But no, but I'm glad I had it because yes. 
I could, I mean, it, it was a toss between the windbreaker or the puppy. Yep. So make sure you have the gear for the season. Um, there were people that we passed today in winter hats, yep. in jackets, um, heavy socks and boots. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about exactly why. And then there were people in shorts and t-shirts. I was kind of halfway in between. I had yeah. my shorts and I just put on a base layer. So know yourself and just prepare for all contingencies. There are signs throughout the whites saying this is the worst weather. The whites have the worst weather in America. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck around with those signs. Like they're they're not joking. Like we tend to fuck around on this podcast and make a lot of jokes. This is not an area where you want to do that. Nope, not at all. So the route we took was <clears throat> Valley Way. There are two routes that you can take. Going up, there is Watson, and then there is Valley Way. Um, Valley Way is the most popular. Yes. For the majority of the high peaks. So Valley Way goes all the way up and ends at Spring, I'm sorry, Madison Spring Hut. And from there, you can go right to Mount Adams, or you can go left to Mount Madison. Watson Trail is a little bit more um it's it's steeper Uh it's shorter but it is a lot steeper we talked to uh some other hikers at the summit that said they went up watson and they liked valley way better Uh so less miles doesn't always mean a shorter or more pleasant hike um so i mentioned the weather can change Worst weather in America um, changes in a matter minute of seconds. To minute. Yeah. yeah, second to second. Uh, we'll put some photos up on the Instagram. You did an awesome time lapse, mm-hmm. and I did a real time video. Yeah, and they look the same with the clouds. <laughs> it's, it's pretty freaking wild. Yeah, you look over, and and Mount Washington is completely cloud covered, and then you look away and look back, and it's clear. clear. <laughs> yep. And today was a nice day. Um, uh, we were in luck that COVID is over now and the huts, the Appalachian Mountain Club huts are open for business once again. Madison Spring Hut reopened on June 1st and I believe it remains open until at least September. So um, I wanted to refill water. We walked in and it, you know, it brings me back to when I was hiking in the Italian Alps and also when I go to do the Tour de Mont Blanc in August and September, uh, all Europe Alps have these huts, which are fantastic. They have, it's, it's bunk style, you could stay over, and then they have a cafeteria style dining room that you can have a good meal, you can warm up, you can refill on your water, use the restroom. I highly recommend, excuse me, if you do either do the traverse or go up to the peaks to take a few minutes and stop in, take a look around. The first hut was built on that location in 1888 and there have been four subsequent 
buildings on that location. I think the most recent you said was 2010. Yes. They renovated in 2010 through 2011. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was during the first hut was built during that Alpine, uh, Alpine club phase of building huts in Europe. So it all kind of <laughs> comes together very nicely. Absolutely. I was... I had never seen anything like that, and I absolutely loved it. Mm. Um, they serve a great breakfast. We didn't partake today. Um, this is the only time where, you know, you might want to bring cash on your hike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never did I think to, to hump, you know, dollars up a mountain. But, yes, they sell T-shirts. Uh, if you want to get a cup of coffee, it's $2. Some water is, like, bottled water is a dollar. Uh, you can buy breakfast a la carte. Yeah, it it looked amazing. So, um, <clears throat> weather at the top versus the bottom. <laughs> uh, we should mention this before we move on. Correct. So, when we woke up this morning, it was chilly. It was about 55 yeah. degrees, which was beautiful uh, at about 3.15 in the morning. And has No wind. We, no wind, yeah. No wind at the bottom. And so, as we started to ascend... We could feel the temperature change, I'd say, every mile or so. Mm-hmm. We could feel a change. And then finally at the Spring Hut, they also have real-time peak weather and temperature. So at that moment, it was about 6... It was about 6 o'clock. Yep. It was about 6 o'clock when we got to the hut. And it was 35 degrees. With 60-mile-an-hour mile winds. Wind gusts. <laughs> yeah. So within the span of three miles of that, and today was a nice day. Mm-hmm. Today was a gorgeous day. So you can imagine on a winter day or during a storm, um, yeah, you don't want to fuck around with this. Mm-hmm. So check your weather and then check your weather at the hut to get real-time updates. So we actually had a white pill moment on we the trail. Did. We did. It, oh. it, it was adorable. Um, I have been in a mood the last couple of days warmed our cold hearts but yes this made my grinchy grinch heart grow two sizes bigger (laughs) and i returned all the presents to the who's in whoville so we (laughs) met on trail mrs cranky is looking at me like i'm an insane crazy person do i get to come live in whoville too or is it just you yes come here hi mrs cranky Hello. So what it's was been your... it's been about six months since Miss Cranky's been on. Yeah, it's been since oh. January. <laughs> I'm so drunk. I forgot <laughs> which phone we're recording this on. I held my phone up to Mrs. Cranky, like talking to this. It does nothing. Anyway, oh. so what was your question? Do I get to come live in Whoville too? That was that was. My yes, question. you could, uh, Yes, absolutely. You get to come live in Whoville. Oh, that's good. So, so we met. <laughs> Um, and we are planning to do a full episode with Mrs. Cranky, by the way. We just have to come up with questions because she has a lot of good non-hiker advice living with me. <laughs> so we met. Maybe Mr. B should come on too at some point. Yes. Yes. We... <laughs> so we met. The trail widows. Um... <laughs> I say that with all love and all joking around. But of course. Yes, I will. I will come back to answer questions on how we make that work. Two awesome um, high schoolers 
Lucas and Aiden. So we're going up Valley Way, and... I think there's a bear coming down, so I start making noise, as I usually do. Oh, okay, yeah, that's the other thing. You were, you psyched yourself out this morning. I felt really strong. I was just bouncing ahead, and... I always psych myself out. This one here is, like, you know, super psyched out. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) so it was not a bear. It was Lucas and Aiden, and if you want to talk about Lucas and Aiden. All right. So Lucas and Aiden, uh, about four o'clock in the morning, were jogging down the trail, and they stopped, and we were like, where are you guys coming from at four o'clock in the morning? Did you just finish the traverse? What's going on? And they started the trail at 9 p.m. the night before, going up to do night photography on Madison. And I... Cannot wait to see what they produced because they are planning to do a whole series, I believe, on Instagram yep. starting in August. So I we are now in touch with Lucas and perhaps when he turns 18, <laughs> we will have him and his buddy on the podcast. If they're not too offended by our content. So, and then, not only that, they hiked all night, were up on the summit all night in freezing cold conditions. Um, They were then heading off to school. To school. That's right. At 8 a.m. today. So, So, Mr. Lucas had to do an essay when he got home and then had class at 8 o'clock in the morning. So. Wow. (laughs) Yes. I deal with a lot of youths um, through... my employment and sometimes I'm very discouraged and and this made me feel good so we were we were very happy we're usually so done with civilization when we're on hikes that we just like have diary of the mouth and just get all of our angst and anger out on trail that these when these two kids came down trail and they were so excited about their photography and hiking and this one's going to camp and we're going to be producing these photos and we're like oh there is hope yes there there is hope and and hope is powerful um, we had that conversation, too, a little bit this morning. And faith and hope could go together. Anywho. Yes. yes. Read Sandman, people. Um, the summit. Let's talk about the summit. The summit. That's well. <laughs> we met Hans and Franz. We met Hans and Franz. Now... <laughs> the trail disappears. So we got back on the Appalachian Trail. The Valley Way Trail ends. Mm-hmm. And it intersects with the, the AT. AT after the hut. So you're on the AT for a half mile up to the summit. Yep. It made me feel good, like nice, familiar blazes instead of these foreign blazes that I was dealing with on Valley Way. It, it just was very Can't comforting. Can't you just be accepting of all blazes? No, I like my nice, familiar white blazes. White blazes, right? You yeah. said it, not me. In the White Mountains, <laughs> you fucking racist. I'm so sorry, I try not to. <laughs> anyway. They need to rename the Whites. That's our prediction, yeah, that they're going to be renaming... They're going to be renaming the White Mountains something non-racial. Anyway. Yes, the androgynous range. <laughs> that's my new name. That's, that's what I'm I didn't realize they had a sex either. They're presidential, so, the you know, all the presidents have been men, so 
yeah, that's sexist, so we gotta change it to the androgynous range. Okay. <laughs> so this summit. The A range. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so Hans and Franz were coming up behind us. Yeah, Hans and Franz were in the hut. Yes. And we left. And we were bopping up, well, what we thought were bopping up the mountain. <laughs> and there's Hans. Coming up behind like us. Like a gazelle. The trail disappears, and it is pure bouldering for that half mile, I mean, they the have cairns, so don't worry about it. There are yes. cairns, so follow the cairns. Which were very helpful. Normally, like, I laugh at those things because they're on mountains where they don't need to be, and people just like, oh, isn't this cute? No, they were actually very helpful. So a very steep half mile, bouldering. Um, we were doing the best we could. We thought we were doing great. And then here comes Hans. Um, You're doing the traverse? And I was like, no, I'm doing the Mount Madison only. I said, how about you? He's like, I'm doing the traverse. I'm like, And then he's trying to make us feel better. He's like, it's he's difficult, hard. He's yeah? difficult, yeah. It's like... All right, Jerry, go go have fun. So he goes up, and we're still struggling. He did his summit and was coming back down to go to Adams. And then he's like, Avinasin! Like, okay, we, we don't have the correct genealogy for this. You apparently do. Alpinists. Yes. But yeah, that, that summit was... Um, it was awesome. It was awesome, but if you are not experienced, and I'm not that experienced with these type of summits, it's going to be tricky because you have 50 mile an hour wind gusts, mm-hmm. um, so you're fighting that, and then you're bouldering. It was fantastic, but I had never done anything like this, so... Yeah. It, quite a difference from Marcy. Marcy was yes. very tame, and you'll always get wind up there. Yep, Absolutely. Uh, so we got to the summit. We told you, you know, looking out, you could see Mount Washington. You, you could see, see about 100 miles was the visibility yep. at that point. Yep. You see Adams. You see <clears throat> basically almost everything mm-hmm. in the entire presidential range. The weather, clouds are blowing in, blowing out. It looked like a time lapse on these clouds, but it was real time. Yeah. Um, so then we hiked our happy asses. Back down, uh, my old man knees were not doing so great, but, you know, by this afternoon I was fine. Just a little bit of rest, some food. Yeah, that downhill to get back to Appalachia Parking is monotonous and taxing. Yes. <laughs> so I know this is going to be a longer episode and we knew this, but, but that's okay. So going on the drive up here... I found someone stole our goddamn peak watch show. Best. But, <laughs> yes. There is a podcast called Warden Watch. And Warden Watch. Wait, 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 wait. Not yet. We have to talk about um our volunteer friend. Oh, yes. So. Yes, before go... we talk about Warden Watch and them stealing our goddamn show. But they're uh, real wardens, so. As we were walking back down the mountain, we came across this gentleman who was actually an Appalachian Mountain Club volunteer with his um, little saw yes, clearing trail. And we had mentioned this a few times as we were hiking up that how clean and uh, manicured 
Valley Way was, and I'm assuming the majority of the majorly walked trails are. I All the blowdowns were put to the side of the trail. Speaking of the blowdowns. Oh, yeah, this one. <laughs> they were all put to the side. They were cut so you could walk through, and I made the mistake of Hated. starting a thing. Like, oh, there's a really nice piece of balsam fur. You should grab that because you're into doing projects like that. Mm-hmm. And I ended up carrying, like, five pieces of wood in my pack. Yes, Cranky's a nice cranky, and he he allowed me to, to put a bunch of wood in his backpack, and I managed to find a nice hunk of wood about pointy from the parking lot, too, so it was a very fruitful wood day. So a trail volunteer. Yes, the trail volunteer. Got into a great conversation with him. Must be in his late 50s or so. Uh, does a lot of trail maintenance. Worked on the trails on the opposite side of Madison Spring Hut. Uh, down into the Gulf, I guess, I guess the Gulf, one of the Gulf trails, and uh, I I can see where at least my money is going, being a member of the Appalachian Mountain Club and donating quite a bit of money from, um, my church. So, um, yeah, I'm very very pleased to see all of these people out there and doing trail work and caring so much versus a lot of the state. Uh, run parks which and national parks which don't do a lot <laughs> hence the fucking um adirondacks which we talked about mm-hmm. in our mount marcy episode yep. and this one over here stupidly joined the fucking appalachian trail conservancy but when that expires they will get no more of my fundage uh Are so that was member uh yeah i, I don't think it's inspi- expired yet oh i'm so sorry yep well, you live in New mm-hmm. So, awesome trail volunteer. Very nice to see actual funds. Like, to see where your funds, funds go. Are going, yeah. Must have been really fucking satisfying. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about this fucking lady. Okay, so back to Warden Watch. So, <clears throat> I found a podcast called Warden Watch. Once again, we recommend other podcasts on this show. Please. So, Warden Watch is a podcast where, um, pretzels, where pretzels (laughs) watch wardens, (laughs) where search and rescue guys get on there and they talk about their experiences, uh, where trail wardens talk about rescues they've done. So, there's a two-part series on that podcast. The lady's um, name is Kate Matrasova. Well, that was her name because she, she fucking did. D-E-D, dead. So, real quick. President's Day weekend, 2015. This lady gets her husband to drop her off. She had done... Her goal was to do all seven peaks, on, the seven highest peaks on the seven continents. Wow, um keep drinking um the highest mountain on every continent was her goal very good she had done some of them she'd done four out of the seven with guides mm-hmm. so she was training to do more to everest so she decided that she's gonna have her husband drop her off at that february President's Day weekend, 2015, February. Keep in mind everything we've said about winter and weather on this fucking mountain. Keep in mind this chick's from New York City. Yep. 
No bivy. No uh, extreme winter gear. No nothing. No nothing. Gloves. Um, uh, looked like a hard shell, maybe. Hat. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Like no gear beyond that. And she wanted to do the traverse. So that is Madison, Adams, Jefferson, and Mount Washington. Um, started way too late, 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Didn't check the weather. Didn't check the weather. Got to Madison. The weather started to turn. And instead of immediately hiking her happy ass back down, she decided to continue on to Adams. The weather turned. It was... 90 mile an hour to 100 mile an hour wind gusts. Yep. Negative. Ridiculous negative temperatures. Negative 30, 40, 50. Like, yeah. Um, You're dead. So, obviously with 90 mile an hour wind gusts, you can't even stand up. She's getting blown all over the fucking place. She has an inReach or a GPS tracker. Yes. She turns on the beacon and throughout this time, there are three pings all in different places. Right. So when you turn that on, a search and rescue mission is started and the podcast, go listen to it. But they talk about, they hint that they were questioning whether or not this was a good idea to even go look for her. That's how bad this was. Because most likely, there was a 98% chance that she was already dead. And uh, their fears were proven correct uh, because Ranger Glenn Lucas talks about how he almost died trying to rescue this bitch. Now, this podcast episode would have been a great story yes if it wasn't for the host and whatever guest that they had on not counting this search and rescue person the guy wrote a book called i i forget what it was but he wrote a book about this rescue and this lady but the thing is with this host running the podcast they were almost deifying this woman they're trying not to offend anyone because they still work for state government agencies. Okay. So they're being extra cautious to not offend anyone. But it comes off as so pretentious. And almost deifying worshipping this bitch. And it gives people false hope that maybe I will, when I die be remembered and famous for going on this extremely tough and dangerous hike. It's just like Alexander Supertramp that he didn't want to die. However, he did a really stupid thing by going out into the Alaskan wilderness with no preparation, no nothing, scared out of his mind and dying of starvation. And they look at him as a god. Yep, there were, until they removed that stupid bus. Uh, if you don't know who we're talking about, I forget. Just his... look him up. Alexander Supertramp. Yeah, what was the movie? I don't know. I'm, I'm glad I don't know. Yeah, but there's a movie about him. Yeah, it's the same thing. Same like, thing. this dude starved to death over the course of a couple of months in a bus in Alaska, in an abandoned bus. 
and people would go to that to the site bus as, as a, a shrine. shrine. Yeah. And then they would have to get rescued. Yeah. So, so it, don't be don't be idiots. It Just inf- don't be idiots. Absolutely infuriated us that this lady made a lot of stupid decisions. The time of year she went, didn't check the weather, didn't have, have the, the right gear. gear. When the weather started to turn instead of coming back, she continued on. She puts other people in danger. There are four things right there that I listed that she could have done differently to both preserve herself and the rescuers. Right. And they were so very, very trying to not offend anyone that it came off as them respecting her. They called her brave at, at some points. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we have to come on here and this is the advantage you get with this podcast. We're beholden to no one. We have no sponsors. This woman was a goddamn idiot. Yes. And, and, and you can hear, hear some real ass talk here rather than equivocating and, and trying and avoiding offense. So don't do those stupid things. So yeah, Kate Matrasova, don't be stupid like she was and, and you won't die. So, yeah, that's pretty good. To wrap up real quick, uh, we did Marcy two weeks ago. This is uh, Marcy is five thousand three hundred forty four. This is five thousand three hundred twelve. So you're looking yeah, at a thirty uh, foot difference, basically. Yep. So they are very very similar in elevation. So it was awesome to compare. Um, this is far more difficult. The summit is far more, like, weather intense. Um, there's boulders. Marcy was very chill. This was not. This is never chill. Today was the chill day. <laughs> Today was the chill day. With the 50-mile-an-hour wind gusts. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it, it was a black... It was a great day. We met our goal, and only 47 more peaks in the whites to go. Oh, God. Only 47 more peaks. We are actually leaving the Whites tomorrow to head west to go back to the Adirondacks. And we are doing Mount Phelps on Sunday. So do expect an episode. That's probably a much uh, smaller episode um, about that. Otherwise, I am absolutely thrilled we got to do Mount Madison today. It was an amazing morning. Yeah. And I really have nothing else. There are tentative plans to come back in July and do Adams. Correct. Correct. We'll see where that goes. That's all I got. We've kept you people long enough. Yeah. Like us, love us on the gram. Rocks underscore and underscore roots underscore pod. I'm so bring up now. I'm getting tired. Yes. I'm going to go sleep this off. Yeah, follow the the crank at cranky uh, underscore mcstumbles. Don't follow me. And give us a five-star rating if you absolutely love us, which you all should. Alrighty, y'all. Till next time. Ciao.